we're going to get it done. Good evening and welcome to a very special episode of the Desert Politics podcast. I'm Katie Brooks. And I'm Fran Nielsen. We're about to live react to Theresa May's Brexit statement. Which she's um, late for already, the little She wait. is late for, yeah, which I think is rude. She's <sighs> always late for them though. Do you remember the one where she held it inside Downing Street and she was about half an hour late? And then she basically came out and said nothing. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> thought she was going to resign and she just came out and was like, No. <laughs> We've got bingo, haven't we? Have. Oh, we could have put nothing has changed in our bingo. Yeah. We've got that free cell, though. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, here we go, lads. Nearly three years have passed since the public voted to leave the European Union. Her voice is much better. It was the biggest democratic exercise in our country's history. God, she is Gollum, isn't she? I came to office on a promise to deliver on that verdict. Is she going to resign? (gasps) In March 2017, I triggered the Article 50 process for the UK to exit the EU, and Parliament supported it overwhelmingly. Two years on, MPs have been unable to agree on a way to implement the UK's withdrawal. As a result, we will now not leave on time with a deal on the 29th of March. This delay is a matter of great personal regret for me. And of this, I am absolutely sure you, the public, have had enough. Here we go. British people want us to get on with it. (sighs) Yeah. You're tired of the infighting. You're tired of the political games and the arcane procedural rows. Tired of MPs talking about nothing else but Brexit. Don't tell me how I feel. when you have real concerns about our children's schools, our national health service, knife crime. Here we go. This is a double cross. You want this stage of the Brexit process to be over and done with. I agree. I am on your side. No, you're fucking not. It is now time for MPs to decide. So today I have written to Donald Tusk, the president of the European Council. Yeah, it was a crap letter. Dear Donald. Please help. To request a short extension of Article 50 up to the 30th of June to give MPs the time to make a final choice. Do they want to leave the EU with a deal which delivers on the result of the referendum that takes back control of our money, borders and laws She loves that phrase. while protecting jobs and our national security? It doesn't do any of those things, though. Do they want to leave without a deal? Or do they not want to leave at all? Woo! Causing potentially irreparable damage to public trust. Theresa, it has already happened. Not just in this generation of politicians, but to our entire democratic process. No, I promise you, young people want to stay. Yep. It is high time we made a decision. Well, Theresa. So far, Parliament has done everything possible to avoid making a choice. No, it hasn't. You just haven't presented anything. Motion after motion and amendment after amendment has been tabled without Parliament ever deciding what it wants. All MPs have been willing to say is what they do not want. Well, if you hadn't gone for the hardest possible Brexit, we might not be in this situation. I passionately hope MPs will find a way to back the deal I've negotiated with the EU. 
a deal that delivers on the result of the referendum and is the very best deal negotiable. And I will continue to work night and day to secure the support of my colleagues, the DUP and others for this deal. Your confidence is fly partners. <laughs> <laughs> but I am not prepared to delay Brexit any further than the 30th of June. All right, love. Yes, you are. Some argue that I'm making the wrong choice. And I should ask for a longer extension to the end of the year or beyond. Or never. <laughs> to give more time for politicians to argue over the way forward. That would mean asking you to vote in European elections nearly three years after our country decided to leave. What kind of message would that send? Yes, because that's how democracy works. Right, happy to do that. Democracy, that's what it would send, wouldn't it? Democracy. And just how bitter and divisive would that election campaign be? It, we're already divided. Yep. At a time when the country desperately needs bringing back together. Some have suggested holding a second referendum. Yes, correct. Yes. I don't believe that's what you want, and it is not what I want. Well, I don't care about what you want, <laughs> Teresa. We asked you the question already. And you gave us your answer. Yeah, it was fucking years ago. <laughs> now, you want us to get on with it. I'm going to get it done. We've got four. Oh, yep, keep going. And that is what I am determined to do. Oh, she's off. Bye. She never says goodbye, which is really rude. Well, a quick debrief on that front. Quick debrief. Firstly, the European elections bit, which uh, when we do release, we shortly before we did this live stream, we recorded uh, a big pod rounding up everything that's happened last week and this week. And we talk about this, the, the, the issue of uh, European Parliament elections. So if we asked, so Donald Tusk has basically said we can have the extension until June the 30th if the meaningful vote next week on the Permanences Withdrawal Agreement is passed. Uh, so if that were passed, they might give us the extent, uh, give us the extension and put in a caveat that we don't have to uh, run candidates in the European Parliament elections. But obviously we don't we don't know that yet. Yeah. And if they don't have an explicit clause, then we have to have candidates. Yes. Um, the only way we get an extension is if we actually ratify the leaving. So that'll be interesting. So we then have. We then have MEPs for about a month. Anyway, fine. <laughs> it's still, you'd make a fair bit of money. So. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll go and do that for a month. <laughs> Honestly, I feel absolutely no more enlightened than I did 45 yeah, minutes ago. But every time Theresa May calls a press conference, she's always late for it. It then only lasts for about two minutes. And then she doesn't really say anything beyond... She never takes questions. Clear. No, she never takes questions. And... Let me be clear, I'm sticking to my position and I'm going to say I've listened to everyone, but clearly I haven't because I'm the only person in my own corner. <laughs> but also she is just, she's convinced herself that it's the right thing for her to just like blindly continue on this track. Yeah. And it's, it's not. No. Nope. And also... She said in that statement, oh, some people have called for a second referendum, but that's not, I don't think that's what you want. And it's certainly not what I want. A, it isn't about her. She's not, it, this isn't, you know, Theresa May's personal Brexit. This is the entirety of the UK's Brexit. But also actually, 
it's pretty clear that there's a fair amount of people who have changed their mind. Yeah. But also, the longer this drags on, I mean, the more outdated. This is what really gets to me, the idea that uh, it's undemocratic to have a second referendum because we yeah. voted once and therefore that must be binding for the rest of time. Yeah. I mean, that's not how... The, the vote was, as I bring up in our uh, big episode that will be published shortly, uh, we voted in the EU referendum a thousand days ago, mm. three years ago. Um, and since then, about 1.1 million young people have come onto the electoral register. Yeah, including um, my sister, who overwhelmingly support remaining. And we've talked about this before. By the time Brexit is implemented and we fully begin to feel the effects of it, uh, well, recover from the effects of it, more likely, uh, it's our generation who are going to suffer. And uh, but that's always the way, isn't it? That's always the way. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm just reading all the tweets. So, <laughs> Laura Koonsberg says, May's message to public in short, it's not me, it's MPs. Alex Wickham, imagine cancelling your dinner for that. Uh, Britain elects nothing, full stop. Uh, Jane Powell, who um, is PhD, oh, he's just finished his PhD, actually, a Queen's friend of mine who works in Citizen Assemblies and now lives in Belgium. If you didn't stop everything you were doing to wait for the PM to read a statement, you made a wise move. Matt Chorley from The Times, not a bad rehearsal. I wonder what the real statement will be about. Matthew O'Toole, who used to work uh, at number 10. I mean, really, for this PM to talk about bringing people together, uh, Robert Hutton from Bloomberg, I think, yep. Uh, strong attack on politicians here from Theresa May, who works on a bin lorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, there's one here from um, Krishnan, Krishnan Guru Murthy, you know, he works at Channel 4. Yep. And um, he's just said, Theresa May says she's on the public side and wants MPs to decide, as if she had nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Davey, who is a Lib Dem MP for Kingston and Surbiton, where my dad used to work. Uh, Theresa May has lost it. Threatening our country with a no-deal Brexit is not leadership. No change, not listening, blaming everyone else but herself. Time for people's vote. Yes, Ed, see you on Saturday. Uh, Katie Hayward, who is an academic at Queen's and very, uh, she's a sociologist. She's very good on the border. I thought that was a great speech. There weren't too many long words, says my 12-year-old over the sounds of my screams of infuriation. <laughs> Um, Sebastian Payne, who I think is the, yep, FT, solid statement from Theresa May, framing the debate as the people versus parliament, brazen, but I think punters will nod along with what she said about getting on with it, which also appeared in our bingo, uh, yet May didn't mention any downsides about New Deal Brexit, does the PM think it might well happen in June? Which, yeah. Uh, Brendan Cox, who was obviously married to uh, the tragically murdered Joe Cox MP. I let the kids stay up for the PM statement. I know, too many treats. My eight-year-old son turned to me at the end and said, we stayed up late for that. (laughs) Well, Alistair Campbell uh, now writes for the New European and he's very, very pro people's vote. (laughs) It's just for Theresa May adding to the sense of drift, indecision and incompetence. They can't even read a clock. (laughs) Twitter will be full of people now shouting, was that it? As they do with every statement she makes. May was framing the final showdown next week and attempting to cover her back for the eventual blame game. Uh, Stephen Bush, who is political editor at New Statesman, whoop, whoop, uh, I'm just a girl standing in front of an electorate asking them to vaguely tolerate me in comparison to the others. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Jane Merrick has put, Theresa May is telling the public that she knows they've had enough of MPs talking about Brexit, but that it's also time for MPs to decide. 
what is a member of the public supposed to do with this information if they're not actually getting any say in it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, George Eaton has just put, based on that, Theresa May's understanding of charm offensive doesn't extend beyond offensive. (laughs) Oh, Maybot, she's some treat. Oh, gosh. Anyway, we can, everyone else can read Twitter for themselves. You don't need us to, to. Oh, hang on. Leo's on. Oh, is he? Yeah, but I can't believe this is live because Dublin, <laughs> Dublin is not still that light outside. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't, that doesn't add up. Oh, he's such a lovely man, isn't he? Yes, yes. Oh, Sienna Rogers, who is uh, a Labour list editor. That is. Uh, it says, just like she did during PMQs today, the Prime Minister is doing her very best to insult and piss off MPs who votes she needs, honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's a fair point. You're not exactly winning anyone over, are you? Anyway, this is probably long enough. There is just this final tweet that I would like to end on, which is from mm-hmm. Paul, Ma- Paul Mason. Theresa May's demagogy is straight out of the Trump playbook. Difference is she has zero communicative power with the British people and has just walked off of a broadcast in mid-fucking sentence. Yes, she does! <laughs> and you have to hand this to Trump. I, you know, he's a complete nutter. But, uh, and a racist, and a sexist, and a dangerous man. But he is actually quite charismatic. Mm. Um, she anyway. is not... Brexit is terrible. Um, so it looks like Meaningful Vote 3 will go ahead next week with the threat of either no deal if it doesn't pass or uh, if it does pass, then we're stuck with it and Brexit for that matter and extend until the 30th of June. So everyone get yourselves down to London on Saturday for 12 o'clock on Park Lane to make your voices be known. And it's not going to rain, so there's no excuse, really. Indeed. So you can now find us in all the usual places. <laughs> <laughs> Still there before, but. You know. um, and we will be back, possibly not next week, together because I am leaving the country and will, in fact, be in Europe when we may or may not be leaving. So if I can't return, then I won't be mad about it. Yeah, <laughs> no deal. I will be. Yeah, you'll be stuck in Europe. I might. If it looks like we're going to leave the no deal, I might hop across the border and <laughs> claim refugees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? You know. Um, yes, but we do have a big pod recorded, which will round everything up, and we'll try and get that out as soon as possible. Because yes. the, uh, the longer we leave it, the more out of date it gets. So we'll try to have that with you shortly. Uh, but yes, yeah, send us your comments on what you think on Theresa May's statement. I think the 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 consensus is it was a load of rubbish and a waste of time that she yeah. kept everyone waiting <laughs> for as well. For approximately two minutes. So yeah. Thanks, Trezor. Um but yeah, thanks everyone. Indeed. And we will speak to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.